0: This anointed teaching by Apostle David Muluzi is brought to you by God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church. We hope you're an encounter with God as you listen to this message. In the evenings we'll be doing a series. You know, and uh, the series is, Why Do I Pray in Tongues? You know, why do I pray in tongues? Why do I speak in tongues? Yeah, so this is part one today. Uh, We'll be looking at the benefits of praying and speaking in tongues. The benefit of uh, praying in tongues. So why do I speak in tongues? That's the title of our message today. Why do I speak in tongues? uh, uh, Part 1. Now if you have your Bible, please open your Bible to Mark chapter 16 and verse 14 Now we'll be focusing on verse 17 but I want us to start reading from verse 14 Mark chapter 16 from verse 14 It says afterward he appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at the table and he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart Because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen. And he said to them, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. And this signs will accompany those who believe. Now Jesus says here that, These signs, these are the signs that will take along, you know, those who believe. Uh, Just like you're taking somebody on your post. And so Jesus is like saying that when you believe, this is an automatic tag, you know, and uh, it's an automatic tag. Now, when you take somebody... Either on Facebook or so on, you know, uh, like you have the option of whether accepting the tag or rejecting the tag. You know? And uh, now the the the, the standard uh, setting is that you know, all whatever when I take you, then the tag you know, whatever I've posted, as long as I've tagged you, uh, then it will automatically appear on your timeline. Yeah, but you can change the settings to whereby you review every tag. Yeah, like, like in my case, that's what I did. I review every tag. When you tag me, yeah, I, it will show me that somebody has tagged me. It won't appear on my timeline yeah, until I look at the tag, and I decide whether I want to allow it on my timeline or not. So, uh, so Jesus was saying that uh, these are the texts, you know, that will be when you believe these are the texts. Yeah. But now the issue is that you have to change your 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 settings. Yeah. So when it comes to these ones, yeah, these texts that. Comes and go along with believing in the Lord you know my settings is whatever comes in as long as they are in this group yeah let them automatically appear on my timeline yeah and so yeah but there are some Christians they they they, they look at these text, they review them uh, no this one ah, I won't accept it no this one hide no this one hide no this one show you know and uh, that 's what happens, so that 's why some of these texts, some of these signs, are not showing in some christians life because of their settings. You understand what i 'm talking about. I, I, I trust that I am making it practical so that you would be able to see what i 'm talking about here and so but uh, what i 'm praying and i 'm trusting that you do is that these tags would, your settings, your spiritual settings would, that when God has tagged you on these things, they would automatically appear in your timeline, you know, in your life, you know, uh, in, in you, they would automatically appear. Now let's look at the text. It says here, uh, and these signs will accompany those who believe. So Jesus now tags. You know, tag. Tech. He tags you, and that's why there is a colon uh, after belief. It says, and this signs will accompany those who believe. And so now he posts in my name. They will cast out demons. Tag, and then he tags your name. You know, like he tag he tagged me. You know, David Muluzi. You know, they tag. You know, maybe Louisa Muluzi and. Know, take, uh, the past. It takes take every Christian. Yeah, it takes. It takes. And so now, but now the issue is that you have to. I have to now go into my timeline and then say, do I accept this tag or do I hide it? Yeah, but yeah, now he has tagged you already. Yeah, just like when somebody tags you, he has a picture. He tags you. you know, already, the picture he has tagged you. It is there that you are connected to it already from his side. You know, but for it to show on your timeline, uh, you have to accept you know, that that has, uh, uh, has tagged you. And so it's the same thing here. You know, Jesus says that if you believe, then I tagged you. you know, so he tagged all believers. Because, I mean, look at it. It says, Verse 17, and these signs will accompany those who believe. Yeah, the signs will accompany those who believe. Uh, so, do, are you a believer? Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Then Jesus has tagged you already. Yeah, the moment you say, I give my life to Jesus, I surrender my life to Jesus, you know what happened? Jesus already, oh, and that one, please take, take him. You know, and then he takes you. you know, right there, the moment he said, I believe, he takes you. you know. So he takes all the believers, you know, he connected them to this science. He says, The science will follow, follow you. you know, as long as you believe, this science will follow you. you know. And it, so what, the first thing that he takes you is this photo off and this post of, in my name they will cast out demons. So, he has tagged you. Now, do you see your life, in your life casting out demons? Well, accept the tag. You know, if you don't see it, it is because you haven't accepted. You have hidden the tag. You have pressed in the hide, you know, on the tag. So, don't, don't press hide. Press accept or show you know, on uh, your timeline so that in your life it will show that you are one of those who are, who are casting out demons in the name of the Lord. Yeah. And what is the second tag? You know, he tagged you also, he posted also on this one as you believe. He says, They will speak in new tongues. Tongues had not been there uh, before. And so now he tagged you and said that I also take you on this one. You shall speak in your tongues. So now you have to either accept or you know, either show or hide. Uh, it's totally up to you. And he has tagged you already. He's there, he has connected to you. You will speak in tongues. Uh, and so now as a believer. You have to say, do I want tongues to show in my life, or do I want them to hide? And in this series, we'll be showing the benefits of tongues. But now, you won't be able to have and experience those benefits if you have not accepted the tag that, yes, I accept. Yes, show in my life that I will speak in tongues. You know, so the benefits won't be there. You know, Take number three, verse 18. They will pick up serpents with their hands. They will pick up serpents with their hands. You will grab the snake. Now, what is this saying? This is saying that I have given you power over all kinds of snakes. You, know, you will pick them up. You will you'll overcome them. You, know, you will defeat them. And, and so, if I pick up snakes, then, you know, then I have authority over everything. Now, here, I, I, I see that the Bible really was taking us back into the Garden of Eden, you know, where Adam and Eve had authority over all animals. Uh, that, yeah, is giving us that authority that you can speak a word, you can give direction, Exercise authority over every animal, you know, and not only animal for that matter, but everything, creature, you know, any phenomenon you know, uh, that you can, you can uh, speak and you can have authority over it. So are you going to accept this text? Are you going to hide it or are you going to show it? Some people say, oh, this one, this one I hide, this one I hide. You know, I don't like snakes. You know? Well, if you don't like them, then accept it. Then you will have authority over them. Yeah. Hallelujah. And so, uh, it says that uh, they will pick up snakes with their hands. And then look at the following tag. It says, and if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. Eh? It will not hurt them. That's text number one, number four. Eh? Uh, that if you drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt you. Oh, uh, uh, now all of them I'm I'm accept I'm accepting. You know I'm accepting. I'm accept- also, this one I'm accepting. That if I drink any deadly poison, now what is this saying? This is saying that should by any chance anything evil anything poisonous come into your body, it will not hurt you. Yeah. So, uh, it's coronavirus poisonous. Yes, it's poisonous. Yeah. And so, you can use this scripture. That, so, that is why now somebody says, Pastor, where are you getting, where is the scripture that says everything that, t- every bacteria or every virus that touches your body dies instantly in Jesus' name? It is right here. Yeah. I'm giving you that scripture now, you know it is right here. Yeah. It's the same message, yeah. it, because it says they will, if, and if you know, if you know, if they drink, you know, if if by any chance poisonous thing comes into contact with them, it will never hurt them. Yeah. So that is why we're saying that if in my going about. To the shops, to everywhere I come in contact with this virus, it comes, it will not hurt me. That's what it says. So that is why we say every virus that touches our body dies instantly in Jesus' name. And we will keep on confessing that and speaking that that every virus that touches my body dies, that virus, you know, it just dies instantly. Yeah, and because it has come in the power, it, it has come in contact with the anointing and the power of God in my life. And he says, if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. Oh, I like this tag. Yeah, and then I say, show, you know, let it, uh, let it appear in my life, in my timeline. Let it appear, you know, let it manifest, let it be seen, let it be there. That every virus that touches my body dies instantly in Jesus' name. So that's tag number. uh, You know what number is that? Number four. Now look at tag number five. It says, "And they will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover." So it's another tag. Don't you like this tech? I like it. Yeah. It says that who will lay hands on the sick? Who will eh, this is a hand, contact, direct contact with the sick, And what happened? The sick will recover. Because of the power of God. It will recover. It's not being reckless, it's being biblical. Somebody say, Pastor, are you reckless? I'm not reckless. I'm biblical. You I know, mean, I'm biblical. And so I will lay hands on the sick. And uh, when, when everything that comes in contact with me, it, uh, any power of darkness, it will die. I lay hands on the sick, and the sick will recover. The Bible says so. That the sick will recover. And so I also show this tag. I say, let it, let it appear. Let it uh, show up. Let it manifest in my life. Don't you like this text? Hey, these texts are great. And uh, they are wonderful. And so we need to allow them to show in our lives. And so today in this series, we're talking about why do I speak in tongues. And so we see here the first thing uh, here in verse 17, they will speak in tongues. God says that you will speak in tongues. Now, what are those tongues? What are those tongues? You know, somebody said, some people said that, oh, these are the new languages that they will speak and, uh, you know, when you go to Russia and you have not learned Russia and you will be able to learn Russia and, and, uh, you know, Russian language and, uh, you know, that's not what he's talking about. Yeah, he's talking about the language of the Holy Spirit. You know, he's talking about that. Now, let's look at Mark chapter 2. When it first began. So here, it, not, not Mark, chapter, X chapter 2. But here in Mark, what we're seeing is that it's before Jesus ascended to heaven. He gave them the promise. He says one of the promises is that you will speak in tongues. You know, so let's see what happened when that materialized and happened, literally, in the Bible. So, let's look at Acts chapter 2. I trust that you're enjoying the wait as much as I'm enjoying the wait tonight. Uh, It says here in verse 1, When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly... There came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues, as of fire, appeared to them and rested on each of them, each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Not half of them, not most of them, more than 120 of them that had gathered together were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And when they were filled with the Holy Spirit, what happened? And began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So they began to speak in other tongues. You know, that's what happened. (coughs) Excuse me. And so that's what happened. So... The tongues that Jesus promised in Mark 16, we are seeing literally it happening right here. He said that if you believe in my name, you will speak in other tongues. So here, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. They began to speak in other tongues. So we want to interrogate, what are these tongues? You know, they spoke in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So we understand here that these tongues were inspired by the Holy Spirit as the Spirit gave them utterance. You know, they were inspired by the Holy Spirit. It was the Holy Spirit behind the tongues. And so let's continue reading. Now, they were dwelling in Jerusalem, Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. Now, remember, verse 1 says, when the day of Pentecost had fully come. And So, what was Pentecost? Pentecost was one of the festivals that, even today in Israel, they're celebrating Pentecost. Uh, So, it was one of the festivals that, uh, the celebration, the feast that the Jews were celebrating, and so, uh, you know, this morning we read in our study that God said that every man shall appear to me three times a year. You know, so these feasts are divided in three groups. There is the Passover. You know, in it, it is connected with the leaven, the unleavened bread. You know, and the Passover. And the uh, first fruit, you know, so it's three, they happen like in one week, you know, so it's, it's the first part, you know. Then, 50 days later, there is <clears throat> the Feast of Weeks, you know, seven weeks, which is 49, 49 days plus one, it's 50. So now, uh, in the Old Testament, it says it, it is weeks, you know, the Feast of Weeks. So, this is the time when uh, uh, seven weeks after the children of Israel had left Egypt, they were now before Mount Sinai, and God appeared. The mountain shook, the power of God was there, tongues of fire, you know, rather the fire shook the whole place. So, and God gave them the law. So, seven weeks, that's when they reached uh, Mount Sinai. And so they were now celebrating the, the giving of the law, you know, where God appeared uh, uh, in Moses and through Moses and in, in front of the, uh, uh, the mountain. So now the, the Jews were celebrating that uh, part also. Yeah. And there was also the third portion, which is the Feast of Tabernacle you know, of the Feast of Boots, you know, and, you know, so it's them right at the end, you know, the blowing of the trumpet and, you know, the, uh, the Feast of Trumpet, you know, of uh, the uh, feast. And so all they're divided into three. All of them, they're seven, you know, like three, you know, one, the Feast of uh, 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 you know Weeks, you know, and another three. at the end Uh, and and so and so this Pentecost this was the feast of weeks that the Jews were celebrating even today uh, they are still the contemporary Jews are still uh, following all celebrating all those feasts so it was during that feast now uh, in the Old Testament it was known as the feast of weeks now, in the New Testament, in the Greek, remember the Old Testament, they use Hebrew language. So, in the Greek, they call it the 50th day, because seven uh, 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 weeks, it's 49. Seven times seven, you know that, uh, it, that it's 49. You know, so, a day after the 49 is the 50th. You know, so, now, in, in, in uh, 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 Pentecost means 50th. You know, when I say Pentecost, I'm actually saying 50th day. You know. So, it was the 50th day you know, from Passover. And so, it was Pentecost. And so, uh, now, during Pentecost, we read this morning that people, God demanded that at least every man should come from everywhere and come. Three times a year, they should come and worship me. So, during this uh, uh, time, this Pentecost, people had come. Jews uh, diaspora, you know, diaspora Jews, meaning Jews that have scattered everywhere and uh, all over the, the the world. Now they knew that the day of Pentecost is come, and let me come. I mean, Paul at one time he says that I want to reach. Uh, Jerusalem, you know, and mentioned one of the Passover uh, that before that, I think it was Passover, you know, uh, you know he mentioned that I want to reach, that I want to celebrate uh, there. You know. And so, uh, wherever Jews were, they would come. Now, these diaspora Jews, they are Jews, but they are Greek-speaking Jews. Greek meaning they don't speak the language or rather they know their Hebrew language. You know, but wherever they have gone, they have now uh, adopted the language of the area. I trust that you understand. See, like, uh, ethnic group is, you know, I am a tzwana, and uh, but I have come here to do ministry and to live. Among the Northern Sotho, and so, even though I don't speak that much good Northern Sotho, but at least, you know, I speak, you know, Northern Sotho. You understand? So, uh, I remember, you know, when we go home and, and we speak, and then they will say, "Hey, latala sinyakhalele." You know, even uh, in our our Zulu is now being diluted, you know, because now we are. We are among the northern Sotho, the Padian. We are speaking the language, you know, uh, of the area and, and so forth. So that is, that is what had happened here. You know, that they are Jews, but now they are staying in different places uh, away. They are, you know, different. So wherever they are staying, they would then speak the language of that area. I trust that I'm making sense. And so now, they come back. It is Passover. They're coming back to Jerusalem and to celebrate. And so, and, uh, the, so that's why verse 5 says, now they were dwelling in Jerusalem. So during Passover, there were Jews, devout men, from every nation under heaven. You know, they had come because it was Passover. And at the sound, At this sound, the multitude came together when they heard the sound and were bewildered. They were shocked and amazed because each one of them spoke, you know, each one was hearing them speaking in his own language. So, those from, you know, if, if, if I'm here, you know, Maybe those from Zim would hear them speaking uh, Shona. You know, those from who hear them uh, speak. Uh, uh, you know, maybe those from Ashona uh, land will hear them speak Shona. Those from will hear them, you know, speak uh, Ndebele. Uh, you know, those from Botswana will hear them speaking uh, Setswana. Those from Mozambique uh, will hear them speaking. You know Shangan or one of the ethnic uh, languages there. Those from Swaziland will hear them speaking Swaziland yeah, and uh, uh, men, uh, Swazi. You know uh, there's no Swaziland eh? There's Eswatini. Those from Eswatini, you know, will hear them speaking you know Swazi language. And then uh, so now now let's look at the the language. It says. You know, and, and look at the sequence of words And the structure of the sentence Yeah, It says Because Here in verse 6 Each one Was hearing them Speak In his own language yeah. So Let me say uh, Those from Harare they will look at this group, this hundred and twenty, and hear them speak perfect Shona. They were not hearing one of them speaking Shona, no. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a miracle because they know. Oh, maybe he has learned the language. You understand? Yeah. Uh, no, but one had the whole group speaking Shona. Yeah. And, you know, one from Mozambique, you know, had them also, the whole group, at the same time, speaking, uh, you know, maybe uh, Shangan, you know. And the other one from Eswatini, at the same time, hear them speaking uh, uh, perfect Isiswati. Yeah. The one from Botswana, hear them all speaking uh, perfect Setswana. Yeah, and so they were amazed. That's what amazed them. Yeah, because uh, this one was hearing them. So there was miracle on both sides. Yeah, there was miracle that... So now the question is, what language were they speaking? Yeah, because everyone heard them speaking their own language at the same time. So the question is, what language were they speaking they were not speaking those languages but they were speaking in tongues what we regard as tongues because the Bible says that they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues so they spoke the language that they have not learned it was the language inspired by the Holy Spirit that's what they spoke and when they spoke that language and, and, and so that was thus was the supernatural waking of the Holy Spirit. You know, it was not something that they had learned. You know, that now I, I learned to speak Shona, sure, I will speak Shona. Sure, now, now I've learned to speak Siswati, I will speak Siswati. No. Uh, they had not learned any of those languages. And they, had not, they were not speaking. They were not saying that now I want to speak this. No. the Holy Spirit came, they were filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak words that were coming out that they themselves did not understand. So they yielded themselves. They they said, show on the tech of the other tongues. They didn't hide, they didn't suppress the Holy Spirit and tongues. But they yielded themselves and spoke The whole, uh, 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 you know, with the language of the Holy Spirit. And when they spoke with the language of the Holy Spirit, what happened? You know, God also did a miracle on everyone who was hearing them. They had them speaking their language. You know, as I said, that this one had them speak that language, this one had them speak that language, this one had. And so, that is why the Bible, I mean, look at it here in verse uh, 6. It says, and at the sound, at this sound, the multitude came together and they were bewildered. Because each one, each one of those people, you know, was hearing them speak in his own, you know, language. So, they were hearing them. And they were amazed and a stone is saying, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans And how is it that we share each of us in his own native language? And so from there they mention all the languages uh, that they were speaking. Yeah. And so what we see here, you see, now why do I bring this? I'm bringing this because... There are those who believe that tongues; uh, these were actually languages that they learned. Yeah. Now, following what the Bible says here, you know, we see that it was, it does not the truth. The truth is that it was the language of the Holy Spirit. They spoke as they were empowered by the Holy Spirit. They spoke in tongues, yeah. and. Uh, you see, when the devil tries to, to bring that narrative or that understanding, it's because he wants you not to believe in, in speaking in tongues. Yeah. And others would say, yes, that's true what you're saying. You know, they spoke the language of the Holy Spirit, but uh, miracles have ceased. So tongues have ceased. In other words, when the first century apostles died, they died with tongues. But going back to Mark 16, what did the Bible say? It says, And this sign shall follow those that believe in my name. He yeah. says, this, he didn't say, Jesus didn't say, this signs will follow you. You apostles, you now that you are apostles are living, and, and you know, this signs will follow you. No, Jesus said that they will follow those who believe in my name. Yeah. So as long as there will be a believer, even in ages to the Lord Terry, ages to come, as long as there will be those believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, the signs will follow. Jesus has taken them already. And one of the take is that they will speak with new tongues. So we will speak with new tongues. And so, it's very much important to see that it is biblical to speak in tongues. It is biblical uh, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It is biblical that when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you will be able to speak in tongues. There are a lot of benefits of speaking in tongues. We will look at them even as we continue in this series, uh, that they are so powerful. And so I want you, that even as you pray in tongues, you would understand that you're doing a biblical thing. You know, and that there are a lot of benefits in praying in tongues. And that we will, will see God helping you. And you know, uh, why do we really have to be looking at this and you know, really have to be uh, doing this and, and you know, looking at praying in tongues, praying? You know believing and using our faith in praying is because it's critical, especially in these times that we are living in you know whereby Satan you know he's having an agenda of destroying the tenets of what we believe and that we need to defend it. You know somebody must stand up and rise up and say, "I believe in speaking in tongues when the devil says that no. Uh, don't speak in tongues. These are for, uh, for mad people. These are people who don't understand, you know. And then they come up, you know. Satan also used religious people, people who have studied, and they come up. You know, we have also studied, and so we will take you at your point, you know, and show that what you are saying is not the truth, you know, and uh, that the Bible is We will remain true to what the Bible says. So that is why we are standing up and we are rising up and we are saying that we will defend the gospel. The truth is that tongues are for today and tongues are powerful and that every believer you know, has been tagged already to speak in tongues and that we are not ashamed of, of praying in tongues. We are not ashamed, even if people mock us, we are not ashamed of speaking in tongues because we know their power That there is in tongues. Uh, That when God descended on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit descended and anointed people. And he released the power. And, And why did Jesus say, Don't go until you have this power. Until. And that power came with speaking in tongues. Why did Jesus have to tell his disciples that they should not do anything until? It is because he knows that. The praying in tongues, the speaking in tongues, it's important and it's vital for our Christian lives. Yeah. And so, also in these times that we are living, we need Thank you for more joining us during of- this episode. Join us next time, even as we continue to learn and grow with Apostle David Muluzi. Also, visit our website for more at cfcpolokwane.com. God richly bless you.